and welcome to this week's edition of the Getting Ahead Podcast by David Mark Shaw, your weekly podcast on all things digital, technology, and what it means to you, the small business owner. We will have super smart guests and actionable insights each and every week to help you get ahead. Hi there, and welcome to episode 52 of the Getting Ahead podcast with me, your host, David Mark Shaw. So this week's episode, I wanted to try and get us off on the right foot, go a little bit little bit back to basics, um, as I see a lot of people still venturing into sort of online and digital marketing space, um, trying to take their traditional businesses and make them more digital. Um, and what they're finding is, despite ploughing lots of time, effort, money and energy into some of these technologies, such as you know social and email marketing and smart websites and so on and so forth, not, they're not seeing sort of the, the results that they necessarily sort of were sold upon or sort of, the, sort of the things that they thought would happen. We often read a lot of blog posts and listen to podcasts or go on webinars from some of these uh, online gurus. Um, and they talk about these absolutely huge results. Um, and I think what a lot of people do is they assume that it's going to be very easy to go along and, uh, and make your business digital, go through that digital transformation process of trying to connect where your customers are and on the platforms where they expect and hope to find you. Um, and they, they struggle. And you've heard me talk before about sort of the importance of seeing it through, continuing to keep producing your content, to keep making your art, keep making uh, a noise in your space um, and not giving up because it's, uh, because it does take time. And, and time and time again, I see people give up way too often. Um, and I've also talked about the importance of it not being about those massive numbers. In actual fact, it might be those small numbers that can actually make all of it, make all the difference. Now, one thing, you know, no one ever said at any point that digital marketing is, is easy. And it's like anything in business. It's, it's, it's only as good as sort of what you put into it. Um, these are not silver budget uh, bullets, sorry, these tools. These are things that take time to learn. Um, they take even longer to master. Um, and, and they really need that training and that effort. And you need to take that time to put into it to really start seeing some of the results that you're looking for. Often another problem I, I see is that they're applying the old rules or their old sort of messages and their old ways of thinking and trying to apply that to new technologies. And what the internet's done is it's really given us you know, access to far more companies and people than ever before. And we've really got to give people a reason to pay attention to us. You've really got to try and stand out and do something very different. Um, and I, I've been guilty of this in the past. Initially, I might have been you know, talking quite broadly about digital marketing. But let's be honest, digital marketers are 10 a penny. Um, any digital marketer worth their salt is blogging and podcasting and producing videos and, and other forms of fantastic content. What makes me stand out? What makes you different? What makes you 
um, stand out from the rest of your competitors, but not only that, but also from the crowd, because everyone's trying to to muster this attention from everybody else, get people to pay us attention to what we're trying to do. And if you're focused from that perspective, in the sense that you know you're trying to gain t- people's attention so you can sell to them, then it, you're going to find it's a lot harder. People don't want to be sold to. People want to to solve their problems or people want to achieve their goals and that may or may not include your product or service and I think this is the sort of the angle you've got to really take it from you know sales and marketing has changed and that's sort of the niche that I'm sort of concentrating in Um, I'm trying to focus much more on the combining of the sales and marketing team um, and using technology to do that I could probably do with niching down even more, and you know, and, and trying to push that into a couple of uh, of industry specific industries. Um, but at the moment, I'm trying to keep it sort of more just for small businesses um, and less for sort of the larger enterprises that um, that you know have access to all kinds of other resources. I'm trying to use a language and use terminology. Uh, and produce my content for the small business owner who's working on maybe a smaller budget and maybe just wants a little bit of guidance here. So you've really got to try and, like I've done there, try and pigeonhole yourself into the smallest category you possibly can and then give people a reason to pay you attention. You know, what is it that makes you very different? If we steal an analogy from Seth Godin, who is um, one of the world's greatest uh, marketers, he wrote the book called uh, Purple Cow, and the very interesting concept around this is if you look into a field uh, and see a group of cows, the majority of them will be black and white, and if you're very lucky, there may be one with some brown on. But if you were to see a purple cow, now that would stand out, and that would grab your attention. And this is what you've got to do in your own small business. There, If you're an accounting company, then there are... 20 accounting companies within a 25 mile square radius of where you are and you're all offering the same sort of services and then maybe you're talking about the fact that you use customer service you know is fantastic well every company says their customer service is fantastic you might say that you save your clients money well they all claim to be doing that you need to really offer something very very different you need to really sort of stand out and that may be that you say we're the best bookkeeping company in our area um, for automobile based companies for garages and um sales lots and all of those so it might be as an example it might be that you use a, a different particular industry but that way you've sort of pigeoned your hole into one particular industry and you can then start using that industry's language uh, and pick up just clients of that particular kind and the reason why they might pick you is because you've specialized for their industry as opposed to all of your competitors that just work with everyone now i get the fear of doing this might well be that you're sort of you're, you're turning away other business i'm not suggesting you do that um but i can understand it is it's it's difficult to sort of get your mind into that space you think you're going to lose out on opportunity Um, but time and time again that it turns out to be not the case but you do have to find that way of standing out and then once you've got that unique selling point you know that purple cow of yours and this is when you need to transfer that to your messaging and this way when you are then applying your new messaging that clearly makes you stand out that makes you different it's not the same as everybody else 
and then you start using these tools like social and, and like email marketing, then you're going to find very different results. You're going to start seeing that you, you, you are going to get being paid more attention and by the right kinds of people. And that's the other sort of the flip side of this coin is we've got to be brave enough in our marketing to acknowledge the type of clients that we're not a good fit for. Um, I've got one on my particular blog page. I've got a blog post that says, you know, who I'm not a good fit for. It's something along those lines when it's titled. And it talks about the things that I don't offer, the types of things I'm not trying to help people achieve. And, uh, and then lists a number of particular services. Like, for example, if you wanted to outsource your social media, then I'm not offering that service. And it's not something I particularly want to attract. Although, you know, from time to time, people do ask me if that's something I do offer. Instead, I've listed two other fabulous companies in the Kent area that are experts in this field, and that's exactly what they do. Um, and I'm, I've been I've taken that step to try and identify what I'm not good at and who I'm not a good fit for. And I encourage you to do the same thing. You've got to identify. It might be that there's a particular price point or a particular size of customer that you work best with. Now, what you need to do then is make that clear on your website and then suggest alternatives for people that are maybe of a budget that's too high for you or one that's even too small for you. You need to give your audience these alternatives of where they can go to, to solve that problem but making it quite clear that that's not for you. And then that way you're, getting your, you're focusing your audience exactly on the types of people that you want to be serving um, and you can do your best work for. It's all very well having, like I said before, massive social media followings or lots of email subscriptions, um, but for the wrong type of audience, it really doesn't matter. You'll be pushing your content out into the world. Your email rates will suffer. You won't be getting open. They won't be getting clicked. You won't be adding value. And that's that's kind of really the, the big part of this podcast is making sure that the content you do produce the effort that you do produce into your sales and marketing is actually effective and the way you do that is being quite clear about who you are quite clear about who you serve and making it very clear to your audience how you're different from your competitors if you can get those three elements right then the tools are going to make much more sense. The results are going to make much more sense. But remember, this takes time. Digital marketing is not something you're going to get instant results from. Um, you do have to take that time, put that strategy in place, and continue to execute week after week, day after day, month after month. Then, when you start building a clear audience who is a good fit for your organization, then you're going to start seeing results. And make sure you measure these various different elements of your digital marketing and any kind of marketing in the right way. And what I mean by that is, you know, making sure if you're using, you know, you're doing advertising campaigns on social media for awareness, then measure it against awareness and not necessarily measure it against sales. It doesn't make the most sense. So there's quite a lot of information packed into this 10 minutes today, guys, but I hope that's been useful and I really look forward to seeing you next week. Um, if you enjoy this show, I'd love it if you could just give me a shout out either on Twitter at David Mark Shaw or any of the other social media platforms where you'll generally find me under that handle. Um, please tell a friend about the show if that's of, of interest um, I've got some interview formats coming up but I'm also looking to get some more guests booked in so if you think of you know somebody that might be a good fit for this show and a good fit for this audience then uh, please let me know david at davidmarkshaw.com speak to you next week guys be sure to check back next week for another exciting episode